Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gifts and Giggles. Today, we have Miss Fatima Barnes. She is a beauty and business strategist, and she also is the owner of Ambition Academy. Fatima, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself, please? Yes, yes. Well, thank you for having my name is Fatima Barnes, as you said, and I am a business coach and business strategist, um, owner of the Academy, and I primarily help those beauty brands, specifically beauty brands that are stagnant. Uh, while I have a wealth of different kinds, that's kind of like my passion area there. Um, so mm -hmm. I specifically help beauty brands who are stagnant um, turn their businesses around, totally transform um, at a high level to build a autopilot system that allows them to attract customers. So myself and my team work really closely with my clients um, in doing that. And that is essentially what I do every day. But outside of that, I am a wife, a dog mom, um, and just a lover of life and, and traveling and all good things as well. So that is pretty much about me. So I love it. So I have a question, Fatima. What made you get into this field? What made you want to become a coach, especially in the beauty field? Okay. Um, so it's really crazy. Uh, I always tell people God sometimes. Like okay. your, your purpose leaves clues for you throughout your entire life. And you just mm -hmm. don't catch it until it's time for you to catch it. And you can't run from it anymore. Um, so for me, I always wanted to be I grew up just watching a lot of the 90s shows and just seeing like the women in the suits, like the boomerangs and just I used to sex in the city and just seeing that life. I used to be like, oh, I, want, I want a career where I can do that and I can just be that. So it was always in me. I was always naturally. Thanks for my child. Okay. Am I here? Okay. Yes. Um, I was naturally business savvy as well. So naturally mm -hmm. To college, I went to school for business, and I always just had a special place of just like wanting to help other people with their businesses. But at the time, I felt like I can't help people with their businesses if I've never owned one myself. Um, right. And so I worked for large corporations, but I found a job doing just that, which was actually consulting small businesses through another agency, working with million dollar brands and doing that exact oh. work um, that I do now every day. And so when I was there, that gave me that fulfillment of actually doing it. And it was good until it wasn't good. You know, corporate America is corporate America at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, and so I decided to start my own beauty brand at the time. And I did that. Um, and I felt like after so long, while it was successful, it, it grew, it had all the success. It just wasn't for me. It was more of like a that's not even what I really wanted to do kind of thing, but I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So that was the route that I took. Um, but that gave me a lot of experience that led me to helping other women. So I took some time off. I, I let go of the company because um, I didn't feel like it was, it was for me anymore. I was able to quit on my own terms though, which is what I love. Um, and then from there, I took a break, just focused on traveling traveling the world and all these different things. And during the pandemic, I tried to run from it. Um, and I was told to speak, share what I knew about all about business with others. And it woke me up out of the middle of the night and I couldn't sleep. Like you need to go live, you need to talk about it. So from there, once I did that, it was very apparent why people started asking me like, well, can you help me? Can you help me? 
Um, and it just turned into what it is today. And it's crazy how it, it started off as just that. And now it's a team of five of us. We're servicing so many more clients. We are, you know, it's it's amazing sometimes of how it's grown. But I tried to run from it and I always wanted to do it, but I didn't really fully do it until I had no choice. <laughs> it felt like but really more this crazy. It's amazing sometimes. It sounds like it, but you can't run from your purpose. You can't. You can't. You definitely you can't. can't. So what I really like about you, I feel as if you you sell kind of like an aesthetic of becoming her. Like when I was looking at a few of your videos, like it was like, girl, you is living the life. Everything is what people want to be. Speaking to that young lady that's looking up to you. What type of advice would you give her for becoming her? Oh, wow. It's crazy that you say that because I never look at it that way. I always just, you know, I just live and I don't think about it that way until someone says that to me. Um, and so I always still kind of feel like I'm currently still in this process of becoming, I guess you could say. Um, okay. Still in this journey of becoming. Um, and so for me, the, the one thing that I Say to that girl that looks up to me because I do hear that from people all the time like oh wow you inspire me you, you me you just doing what you do um it's to heal 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 yourself um mm -hmm. it's there I feel like my own healing journey of you know being able to look in the mirror and hold myself accountable and and you know address those sides of me that's not so pretty that's not so um photo perfect, that element of me. I think when I started really my healing journey, because my earlier successes, I feel were more externally motivated. Um, mm -hmm. Just, I got to do this. I got something to prove. You know, I, I grew up mm -hmm. poor. I didn't have, you know, so it was more like a, a true external motivation. But then when I started healing myself through therapy and, and different coaching and things like that, that is where my you know, my motivations turned more internal. It turned more okay. impacting the lives of others. It turned more into um, just healing myself so that I can be a, a resource for others. But a lot of times I think that we make decisions and things like that based off of things that we don't even realize is trauma that's in, impacting us. And if mm -hmm. we don't that, every single thing that we do in life is going to be impacted whether it's business, whether it's relationships, whether it's friendships, the things that we don't. So that I would say has really, really, really impacted me the most because I deal with me. I address me in the mirror every day. I hold myself accountable. Um, and I stay in the space of gratitude because if you look at everything as this negative, this this negative thing, everything is wrong, 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 or you look and you play more of a victim mentality, that's what you're mm. like. So I guess it's understanding that you actually have the power to create your your reality. You have the power. You don't have to stay in situations that you don't want to be in. You have the power to have the power to create the life that you want. So really envisioning what that looks like. What does that life look like for me? Um, not to somebody else, not what this person feels like it should be, not what, but actually sitting with yourself and what, what does that life look like that you actually want? Writing that down and being very clear about what that looks like and saying no to anything that doesn't fit 
quite yes. honest. Um, and that's easier said than done. That's why I said it's a it's really a healing journey within itself to get to that place. But you just got to be clear about what you want and unapologetic about it. Because what I might want might be totally different than what you want or somebody else wants. So you have to just define what that looks like for you or else you will allow external people, factors, motivations determine what your life can be. And I think it's about taking that power back and knowing Ooh. it. Yeah. I felt like you were talking to me personally right there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I, I, that's speaking towards me, especially with my own journey with, through my podcast and then producing other shows as well. Um, knowing what that vision is, is very important and making sure you're sticking with it. Mm-hmm. But we talk about the fun side the becoming her, but mm-hmm. sometimes with being an entrepreneur, people don't realize the hard work that comes in behind that. Can you discuss like maybe some of the ugly side, especially being a beauty strategist? Like, is there anybody you can't work with? You ever had to turn somebody away? Absolutely. <laughs> I think turning people away, I think that is what makes and helps you be a stronger entrepreneur. Um, and the reason why that is when you have a vision and you have a very strong, clear um, hold on what it is that you want and you can get comfortable saying no to everything. It's about not getting to a place where you operate out of desperation sometimes. Because that's sometimes the biggest kicker is like we operate out of lack and desperation and we limit ourselves and what we believe. And so as soon as somebody comes along that wants to give us some money because we like, I need this or I want this and this is what I'm trying to do. We're quick to I'll tell but I'm not gonna get a headache for the money. Like I'm not burning myself out for the money. I I am I'm very fully planted and aware of believing that no matter what kind of business you have, you can attract your tribe. The right people will flock to you if you stand on that. And so mm-hmm. sometimes the not so pretty part is I I have had to co- have conversations that I don't think that we're gonna be a good fit. Um, but I can refer you to somebody else. Um, it's just not worth the headache. It's not worth the right. headache. It's not in alignment for what is for the greater good of what I'm trying to build. And so you got to get comfortable. Having tough conversations, I think, is the hardest part. I think that's why a lot of people, there's a lot that goes into the back end. That's why a lot of people don't survive. You know, they say each certain markets are oversaturated. They say that about every market, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not that it's saturated at the top. The bottom is saturated, right? Like, no, not many people are willing to do the kind of work that it takes to move you to the top because it's very much a mental, spiritual, and emotional transformation journey within itself. And so business isn't as, in, as inherently hard as we make it out to be. The process is the same. You attract a bunch of people to what you have. You package it up a certain way. You sell it, right? It doesn't matter the industry. That's not the mm-hmm. hard part. The hard part is the mental, the physical, the emotional, that aspect of it. Um, that's the most difficult part. And it's not always fun because as you are trying to grow a business, um, especially to a certain level, and you're trying to be at the top of whatever it is that you do, it re- No. What happened? She'll be right back with us. <laughs> it looks it's just started cutting out for whatever reason. Um, but that it makes you uncomfortable and it 
pushes you and it it is the most uncomfortable feeling and as soon as you get comfortable again you're back to being uncomfortable again because you got to learn some things about yourself you have to address those things about yourself and that's what makes it difficult and so i don't think business itself is hard i think the mental aspect of it is probably the hardest part because a lot of the things that we don't address within ourselves can show up in our business if you have mm. a problem setting boundaries in your real life you'll have a problem setting boundaries in your business it doesn't turn off and on it, it, it's literally the same. if you have a problem with you know being clear about what you want in your real life you can't possibly be clear about what you want in business and so growing a business is very much having to grow yourself and i tell my clients all the time your business only grows at the level that your mind does so if your mind is not growing and if it's not stretching and if it's not uncomfortable then that's the level that your business is going to stay because the moves that you make are directly tied to that belief that you have and tied to what it is that you're doing so every move that i make in my business is if, if it doesn't scare you if your goals don't scare you it's not big enough right if they mm. don't stretch you they're not big enough if you don't feel uncomfortable you're not doing enough and that's how i look at it and so i think that i would say that's kind of the hardest part about business really is that that mental part that a lot of people just, they want it quick, they want it fast, they wanna see it right away. They think that results are gonna be overnight. They don't realize how much work really goes into the back end of, you know, you might be passionate about this, this might be your craft of the business, but you still gotta learn another side of business that you might not necessarily wanna learn. You have to learn how to be a CEO. That's not the same thing. Um, as being a, a small business owner per se, you have to make certain decisions that are are different, certain moves that you would have to make. And so I think that everybody want to be a boss until everybody got to be a boss. Um, Very true. And when it comes to to you know, they got to be paid for investing in this, making certain decisions, making certain moves, and, and really scaring yourself sometimes. Sometimes I scare myself um, of you know how crazy this this journey can be but it's worth it because i know that i wouldn't have grown like you if you're not the type of person who is okay with being mediocre then you're going to be uncomfortable and you're mm -hmm. going to be stretched and you're going to be pushed so many different ways so yeah that's the not so pretty side that's why it back to healing you because you have to work through that stuff in order to work through your business so every level of stagnancy and season that you go and go through in your business because you're going to have those those seasons you have to ask what's the lesson that i'm supposed to learn within this um because it's usually a mental thing you have to address to get you to the next level so those seasons if you're if you're someone who is sitting in that season and you're more so complaining of this isn't working doesn't work it's saturated you you blame outward instead of saying okay what am i supposed to learn in this you will struggle you really will so Okay. So I have a question. What is your thing when people come to you and they're like, Fatima, I need your help. What is your go-to thing where you're like, oh, baby, you need my help? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, what is, what's your key things? Because I know everyone, what I love about the beauty industry is, you know, there's different things. People got eyelashes, hair, nails, especially those, uh, what do you call it? The press on nails. That's real big right now. Like when you look at someone's website and you're like, uh, yeah, you definitely need my help. What is your go-to? <laughs> um, so those outwardly things that I can automatically off top see is, is the messaging. Mm. Um, 
the branding, even if that that's going to automatically um, because it's not about if someone did it, like if your message, I can tell right away. Um, your okay. message be so super clear that I know immediately if I'm going to shop with you or not. Um, and if people don't have it very, very clear, and they look like everybody else who's selling the same thing, I immediately know off top through your branding, your branding like everybody else, your marketing like everybody that's selling similar products and services. I sometimes can't even keep up if I scroll down my timeline and see, you know, 10 people selling products. They're all saying things. They're all creating the same content. Um, I can immediately see that aspect. Um, because you, it, it, it's, you can't market the way that people market in 2015, doesn't work in 2015. Um, True. Um, so the, I noticed that for me, the biggest thing where I'm like, oh yeah, you need my help is when I can clearly that you look like everybody that nothing stands out about your business. And if I see that, that's, and if I'm confused at it, cause confused buyers don't buy. They just mm -hmm. so if it's confusing, if it looks like everybody else, then you're losing people more than likely from buying from you. So that's that go-to thing is like if I can't tell immediately who you're who you're for, what you do, what problem you solve for me, I I if I can't tell, your customers can't tell. Therefore, they're not buying. So that's how I know a lot of the times. And usually when they, I can see certain marketing efforts that they're making or certain things that they're doing um, to try to market their business, usually it's a lot of times a focus on followers and, you know, those aspects of it, promo and all of these different things. If I see certain marketing that you're doing, I can off, off top tail. If, if you're only making money at a pop-up shop, you need me, right? Because okay. you need a system that is going to keep people flowing growing online and if you're only making you're physically present that's that's an issue where you need me um so I, those are some of the things that i can kind of see where i'm like oh absolutely you you absolutely need me um so fatima also more an ambition academy so for the girls listen for the girls and the guys who are listening right now who are in the beauty industry how do they get into ambition academy like is there a process is it what is it like? It's a really like a school session. Like, how do we join? <laughs> yeah, it is very. Um, it's it's. You have to book a discovery call with me first, and I'll tell you why I do that. Because sometimes some coaches or whoever, sometimes we misdiagnose our own problems, and we don't realize mm. that diagnosing it. So we we go after the wrong solutions, and we invest in the wrong solutions. We think we know what the problem is. So what I like to do is, you can book a discovery call with me. On that call, I'm really just trying to get to know more about your business, where you're at, what you've done, what problems you're having, what are your goals, and seeing if that aligns with what I have to offer and if I am the right fit for you as well. So that's really what we're doing on that call. And if it makes sense, only if it makes sense, do we talk about here's the program, how do we join and all that. It's an amazing program, I'll be honest, um, because it is a, it's, I love that it's a small, intimate group of women who I, I, I coach. So I know what's going on with you at any moment. Like, Hey girl, from last week, you was working on this. Now what's going on? Like, I love that. 
it as opposed to it being 2,000 people in there. Or, you know, I like that. So um, you, they will book a discovery call with me. If they, if it's for both of us and what I have to offer is a line, then they can join immediately um, and get set up. And so we work together over weeks but i do have clients that are like i just feel like i don't want to leave so they they continue to pay or something like that so that's an option as well but it is a full program that's 16 weeks we're building out some elements we do for you and then some most elements we do with you to make sure that you're implementing the information correctly um and my team is is doing a lot of things as well so that's really how it works um because I, I like that exclusiveness of it, of making sure that those people are going to be the right fit and that they don't feel like I invested my money into her and this isn't even what I needed. Like, I have to make sure that is what you need. You have to make sure that it you it feels good to you as well and that it's what you need so that you're vested in it and that you get the right results that you're looking for. I love it. So with Ambition Academy, with it being on the midway year part, what's what's next? What's coming up for you? Okay, so I do have a new live workshop that I'm ready to do this coming next week, actually, June the 9th. So I'll be doing okay. it. Um, it's going to be a brand, brand new content, brand new workshop um, that I have never done before. So I'm excited about that. Um, so there's always opportunities for people to connect with me through the live workshops and things that I do, or workshops be recorded as well. Um, the next big big thing that i am working on is really is it's expansion time for us so okay step back to take a step forward kind of thing so i'm now getting ready to part i've partnered with some pretty big people that are like wise bank which is like learn now pay later it's a new thing not any not many coaches or creators have it they only certain people have been in the beta test for it lately okay. so, now, I am the only coach for beauty brands that even have the ability to allow you to learn now and pay later, and you can break your payments up into 12 payments. So it's something like Afterpay or Sezzle. So they only, I think it's a very small number of coaches that have been using that before they get ready to roll it out on a large scale. So I'm very happy that I sort of forced myself in the door for that because I saw the opportunity and I reached out to them and I said, no, you need me and I need you to let me be in. So I pushed my way in the door with that. Um, Love it. That's one partnership. Um, another partnership is I'm working with a, a very large company that connects my clients. With I'll be one of the only ones for beauty brands on there as well um, as a provider of services with um, Range Me. And what they do is connect people who have brands to who wants to be in stores like Walgreens and Ulta. Oh. So I will be one of the only and official ones for beauty brands on there as a service provider that if someone is not ready and they have a beauty brand um, and they're not ready to be in retail, they're not retail ready, we'll, we'll have an official partnership where they can send them directly to me and say, this is who you need to get you ready for that because we vetted this person out. We know her curriculum. We know her material. We know what she does. We'll have you ready to be in stores. You need this first. So it's something that I find. that's amazing. Why didn't you leave with that? <laughs> I didn't even think about it. So that's the thing that I'm working on. That's what's next. It's, it's not fully in the works yet, but I would like to person event here as well in Atlanta by the end of the year too. Even if it's just a workshop in person, 
office or something like that. I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. So that's what's next for now and, and just rolling with it. You say that so casually. That is really amazing. Because especially as a small business, like that's the goal is to get on that retail level. Mm-hmm. And when people see that it's actually possible, not just, you know, putting your little stickers on your Etsy shop, like taking your business to the next level. That's amazing. <laughs> and I love wise because I'm a, I'm a payment girl myself. So, and especially when investing in yourself, everyone doesn't have the coins up front. You got to put the coins every single place that you can. So, mm-hmm. Fatima, <laughs> that's I good. Adore you guys. I, I reached out to those other people too. Like, hey, I think sometimes we don't ask enough for, like, we, again, if you have an idea, it doesn't hurt to say, let me just ask you. I scheduled a meeting with them. I had my assistant like schedule a meeting with them. I see this opportunity. I need that. Get mm-hmm. I think I don't think that there's I think I don't think that there's a lot of that for women entrepreneurs, especially like men, they automatically don't they automatically think like they're the greatest anyway. So for men, entrepreneurs, I notice they do things differently. Not afraid to like go against the grain or push the market, push themselves in certain rooms. And I've had to learn how to do that. Um, I know a lot of it has to do with my corporate career as well, but I've definitely had to learn it being a woman in business. Like if I have an idea, I am not afraid to say, listen, you have this problem. I can feel, help you. I can be an asset to you. You can be an asset to me. I want in. They only can mm-hmm. tell me. So closed mouth don't get fed. Those two big partnerships have come about because they were done taking beta um, people for Wise Bank for sure. And i push myself in the door. No, okay. you, I need you. So <laughs> that's how it, it, it worked out as well. I wish that more women entrepreneurs would do that. Every time I talk to people, they're like, oh, no, I, they're going to say no. Okay. At least you tried. You don't know where it'll right. go. So, Very true. Yeah. Because that's well, the worst they can say is no. Like, <laughs> No, if not, try again or try another way of getting to whatever this idea I have a lot of big grand ideas in my team know it. And so if my mind is like, this is an idea I have, I want to make this work, then I'm going to make sure that I figure out a way to, you know, do it. So if I got to send some emails and get on some calendars and schedule some meetings to make it happen and pitch myself, then that's what I'm going to do. Um, if, if not me, then who, you know, right. I tell myself, so Fatima, for the ladies, oh, well, for the people listening, let me let me say that because <laughs> the beauty industry goes far out. How would they sign up for Ambition Academy? Like, how do we get to the discovery call level? Like, how do they oh, set that up? They can just click the link. I have a link in my bios, um, or they can visit info.theambitionacc.com. It will take them to like a free training. There's an area where they can book a free discovery call, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you any of my links on my socials, there is a link where they can actually send a discovery call. Um, so it is super, super easy. They'll answer a few questions and it will bring them up to my calendar. Um, I do book up pretty fast. So sometimes it might not show a date right away. They might got to check a couple of days later. Um, but that's how it works. It's very simple. I just book it and someone from my team will call them and reach out. Love it. Booked and busy. 
Well, Fatima, you have been amazing. You have really dropped some jewels in this call. So for the people listening, I will definitely put those links down below so you guys can get to her easily. And again, thank you. Thank you for being a guest on Gifts and Giggles. Thank you. I appreciate it. I have enjoyed it. Thank you. It's in broadcast.